0: I will do my best to get the lyrics right. If not, we'll just say that the Holy Spirit led me to sing them a little different. If Colin gets these wrong, then our listeners can just be
1: like asterisk sabayoth.
0: Yep. Yep. I had to correct a thing from an episode we aired a few days ago. I said Buster Keaton went oh, into yeah. a lookalike contest, but it was actually Charlie Chaplin that went into That a would make more contest. sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not always right. In fact, I'm almost always wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So, you guys ready? You're ready. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: I'm Zach. I'm Colin. I'm Bob.
2: And I'm that old guy, again. (laughs)
1: Line. And (laughs) welcome welcome to to the House Plants Podcast. podcast. We're here to talk about what
0: again? (laughs) Uh, I think it's bruises. Bruises? Bruisic. Bredia Sysadia. And the mission of <laughs> and the mission of Jesus. Uh all over the world. Yep. Music, media, and the mission of Jesus, right, Zach? That's right. And the end of the world. It's the nope. hold on. I have to, change the, right. I have to right. change the lyrics. I have to change the lyrics. I have to change the lyrics. and the chord slightly. So I'm gonna go. It's the stop of all life as uh We've known about it for a while, <laughs> and I feel okay.
1: There we go. It's the end of the whirl, which is the tilt-a-whirl. With a topostrophe? They quit. Yeah, they quit um, having the tilt-a-whirl at the state fair, and so everybody really was sad. But Lenny Bruce was no longer afraid, because he was very scared of the tilt world. Lenny
0: Bruce. All right, and we're visited, we're I back. I have no
3: idea what's going on.
0: We are back again with our guest. Say hello, Ken.
2: Hello, Ken.
3: There
0: you go. <laughs> there we got him. Um and uh we're going to be talking about some uh very um interesting and maybe thought-provoking things today. But first, it's not what you think. <laughs> but first we're going to worship. So, um why don't you guys Put on your worship hats and your worship hearts with us. We're going to do A Mighty Fortress Is Our God. And I'm going to do a little fun thing just because of the way the lyrics are kind of set up here. We're going to do like a sort of a minor key for the first and third verse and a major key celebratory for second and fourth verse. And and if you hear the lyrics, you'll kind of understand why. I feel like this was probably martin
1: luther's original vision it had to be
0: (laughs) that he would do sad happy sad happy yeah
1: you know and they just didn't have the musicality at the time
0: to not to to do this not to nerd out in a musical way because i'm obsessed with musical stuff but um the original form of most classical pieces was a b a b so if you think about it that way is it a b a b left right down up start and then later only later do we get our modern version which is like a b c a b Oh, Which okay. is like chorus. Anyway, all right. So enough nerding. Here we go.
4: Here we go. Almighty fortress is our God. Side the
0: Zach for playing Cajon and thank you, Bob, for dancing your worship dance in your chair. (laughs) I cannot wait for that one to be released for download.
3: (laughs) That's going to be so awesome. Thanks,
0: man. Yeah. Yeah. um, And it's fun because a lot of times with me and Zach, it's more of uh, being led by our little practice beforehand. And I feel like a bunch of the Holy Spirit and we just this stuff just kind of comes out. So it's 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 been a lot of fun seeing what God will reveal through song. Yeah, to us.
1: What do you think of the foot tambourine?
0: I really liked it. Please make it an addition in the future. <laughs> I uh, I have too big of a uh, foot to wear that, but um, I can just <laughs> hold it in my hand for yeah. sure. It's stretchy. Well, they said that about skis, and you know, <laughs> I couldn't get one of them on <laughs> <in> the entire <laughs> resort the one time. So, uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> the life of a man with a 15 wide.
4: it's not an easy life
0: there's a there's a movie on netflix i think it's called the tall girl it's about how it's like hard to be tall that's a whole nother thing but uh i remember being like oh yeah try having a 15 wide see how that grabs you go to the shoe store one day see how that grabs you all right (laughs) so (laughs) um before we uh pray uh ken last week we talked a little bit about advent and the preparation uh leading up to um christmas or leading up to uh uh, what jesus christ uh, is going to do um but this week we're talking about sort of the uh the other end which is instead of waiting we're almost like waiting for the end to come and we're almost anticipating it too much maybe um and uh so i was hoping that even though excited a little trigger happy on the on the end of the world a little trigger happy on that and so i thought um maybe you could lead us in prayer again just because uh you'll be probably our last guest before the end of the
2: year that's true so let's go
0: ahead and let ken pray twice is that okay ken can you pray for us again
2: yeah i'll pray for us before the end of the world okay please do there we go (laughs) all right that was a joke
0: but no i know yeah (laughs) (laughs) you never know
2: (laughs) yeah let's pray together um Heavenly Father, even as we get into this this topic that's been so heavily debated, it has uh, the the ability to be divisive with people. And that's the last thing that we want, Lord, is to stir up controversy. But at the same time, Lord, we know that all of history is headed somewhere, that You have promised that uh, this broken world would someday be healed. Mm. And you have called that not the end of the world, but the restoration of all things. Lord, even as we talk about uh, trying to find your will and your mind in all this, we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would uh, sift out those things that would take us off on tangents And that you would remind us that your goal is that of healing and that the purpose of this podcast might fit into your plan as you see fit. So, Holy Spirit, would you come and inspire us, even as you've inspired this music, Lord? uh, You've taken something old and made it something new. Would you take this subject that some consider worn out and make it something that is so real and so genuine to who we are that we uh, put on our our faith goggles and look towards you in Christ's name.
1: Amen. 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 So, do we need any disclaimers
0: before we start this episode? <laughs> I don't think. So. I mean, okay. So here, I want you you presented the last one. I'll just I'll say this. Uh, yeah. I, we aren't here to to make fun or to naysay anybody and there is a lot of there's so much meat to this mm. one topic. We are only gonna scratch the surface tonight. But, but because yeah. last week we talked about the importance of preparing, mm-hmm. this will sort of be what happens when you prepare maybe too much. <laughs> so <laughs> in some regards. Yeah. What are we not saying? We're not
1: saying that there's not going to be a second coming. Absolutely. To read into We're the double negatives, yeah, we, buddy. we do believe Christ will return. That is a central part. And part of last week's yeah. episode
0: about Advent was to explain yes. the yeah. idea that we are preparing for Jesus' coming. And a byproduct of Jesus' coming would be the eventual end of the earth. Would it? Uh, well, it depends what you define <laughs> as how that works. If it it's would a definitely new earth, be a yeah. rapture, a, yeah. uh, 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 you know, so what we see <laughs> now will not be the same. We can say <laughs> that much. <So laughs> yes. We have yeah. to be, we have to be careful because there's a lot of belief on what happens uh-huh. and yeah. what's, and and this is maybe the main thing we need to talk about is that is why we are so fixated and focused on this thing that we can't really know. That's true. Entirely. And so let's, you know what? Let's get into the meat just of it. jump right in. Yeah, okay. I'll just, I'll, I'll do my little spiel that I wrote here. Throughout history, there have been doomsday predictions, and it's not just a Christian thing. It's, you know. It's also in sure. DC Comics. Uh, and in the Mayan calendar, yes, yeah. in DC Comics, for sure. And as we repro- uh, approach the end of the year, and as we get started talking about Advent and the preparation, we also approach, uh, like, this point in, in time where uh, we start thinking about the um, implication of Jesus's coming. And the one thing we really wanted to talk about is just how in the past, a lot of people have become very fixated on this uh, uh, prediction of the rapture or the fixation on it or the... Um, the fixation on looking for the signs that are yeah. listed in Matthew 24 and Revelation all these things that oh yeah uh, mean that the world is going to be ending soon and that we all need to be ready for that
1: yeah. so, i love how the rapture is the focal point too when like yeah. scripture has all like There's a, a whole bunch of different going things going on but yeah we're like the rapture seems to be the easiest thing for people to want to latch onto and say when this happens it's all going down. So if we can figure out yeah. when this happens. All right. So, know, so, so figure everything else out.
0: Let's hear from our, um, our resident expert on the, on the subject here. Ken, what is the rapture? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> throw him right on the bus. Uh, one, one paragraph. <laughs> I should do it. No, I'm kidding.
4: Go
2: let ahead. Me, let, let me, let me say a caveat as well. Um, I'm probably not as well versed on the, the end of the world stuff as a lot of biblical scholars are. I've read a lot about it, but if you're talking about the rapture, um, you're talking about the scriptural reference to the removal of all Christians from the world. Yes. Is that fair?
0: That's fair. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we get into things like tri- it, uh, tribulation, is,
2: by the way, uh, it's also tied to um, the ascension of Christ.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: the way he ascended yeah. out of the world. It's uh, Some people have, according to Paul, he says uh, when Christ is coming back, that we will meet him in the air. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's this sense of joining the force of heaven as we come back to earth to kick butts and take names uh, in right. the evil world. That has become so evil that people can't live here anymore.
0: Right, and so uh, you know, and and there, what is that called? Eschat Not not eschology. eschatology. Eschatology. Yes, okay, right. so there is a whole. So there is yeah. a whole
1: expert. Points for Colin. Thank
0: you. Yeah, and so um, we have a we have I have a good friend of mine named Jason Rowe, and he is actually sort of a. Um, he is sort of an end times sort of specialist, and he mm-hmm. write he's writing a book on this. And so we're we are probably not going to get into a lot of the eschatological eschatological stuff involved in this as much. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever it is, but <laughs> we're probably going to have maybe him come back, and he, he can kind of give us a little, uh, take yeah. us through a lot of that stuff because he he knows a lot more about it. What we're going to be talking about more so today is just. Why we as Christians seem to be so fixated on it, especially yeah. in 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 the way that we have in the past as far as predicting the, you know, the end of the world and things like that.
3: I, I honestly think there's about two two major points that uh, that causes this fixation. One right, of Bob, them. Let's hear it. W- w- one of them is, is the mystery aspect. Everyone loves a good mystery. Everyone loves mm-hmm. a good a good story yeah. with, with with like a very um, unexpected or surprised event unfolding within it. And I think that's what the rapture is for a lot of people. Um, another part of it is, is this sense of, um, of um, uh, lame, uh, uh, the uh, lamenting of God's people uh, uh, for better, or for worse, many people lament where the world is at. And that, and that's not just not the current generation. That's every generation preceding yeah. it. Every yeah. generation. That's true. Before yeah. it uses how, how terrible and awful the world has become. And, and, and so there are those who wish to see the destruction of, of, of those around them who, who sent yeah. to oppress them. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, always uh, been the uh, case, right? We, we, we see this even in the Psalms. I mean, yeah, uh, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say, yes, yes. Go, go for it, Zach, go.
1: Yeah. Well, in the Psalms and then, um, I mean, really to get into where like eschatology kind of originated in the old Testament, um, you want to go back to the people in exile. Like that's really when people started thinking a lot more about the afterlife was when the Israelites were in Babylon. That's when you get Daniel, right? Ezekiel. That's when you get people um, starting to talk about these things for the first time and really say like, here's maybe some things. Here's like what's going on. Here's what God's leading us up to. I would yep. argue as yeah.
0: well that um, people maybe to their detriment, do this throughout mm. the scripture mm-hmm. where they say, God, oh, God, when are you going to just wipe out whatever? And God's like, yeah. I have my own schedule for this. I have like uh, we've talked a little bit about Jonah. Jonah yeah. And yeah. The, um, uh, is it Nineveh and his mm-hmm. whole hatred of them? And he says, like, why would you want to save them? And so he denies God seemingly because he's being disobedient. And then later yeah. he kind of reveals like, oh, I knew you were going to save them. That's why I didn't want to do it because I knew you would just save them at the end. I know, yeah. And so, in a lot of ways, you're right. It's it's this idea that we want the uh, destruction to come so that all these sinners can be yeah. destroyed. Yeah,
3: Psalms 137:9 says, "Blessed is is the one who seizes your infants and dashes them against rocks." Brutal. I don't think there's any single Christian of any single true follower of Jesus out there who's going to say, yes, this is a commandment from the Bible that should be followed. No, no, it's a wrecking, but, but it's, it's a heavy there.
1: metal song from the Bible. <laughs> yeah.
3: And so, but, 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 but we all recognize though, that there is, that it's definitely there, not as an instruction, but as a recognition of God's people mourning out for where they yeah, are. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so not as a command to be followed. Yet at the same time, the lament is still present. It is still there. These people wanted to see their mm-hmm. the, their enemies completely destroyed in anything that they held dear.
0: And I, <laughs> I, I I've really I feel like each one of us has probably at some point in our walk with Christ thought to ourselves, like, man, like these these bad people in the world, they need to like get yeah. their stuff straight yeah. before God shows up. You I can't wait till straight.
3: God sends them to hell. <laughs> well, like the whole,
0: well, and, and, you know, and the 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 entire idea of the, like, Bible-thumping, like, repent message is repent of your sins now before it's too late. Yeah. Because the end is coming very, very soon. It's what is the uh, the um, Jehovah's Witness kind of mentality mm-hmm. is that the end is coming, the end is coming. Yeah. Repent before the kingdom is at hand. We and- got
1: some... Uh, Jehovah's Witness examples in yeah. our list to come, but yeah. I, I like the fact that, um, we still are looking into these different things that are happening in the world, and now there are websites that are actually measuring current events and things that are happening. Colin, you told me about something called the Rapture Index.
0: Oh, yeah, Ken, I wanted to tell you about this. This is to me, it's very funny. I'm not trying to ridicule anybody, I know this is a website, <laughs> but ever heard of. It's called the Rapture Index. Okay, it's like Smokey the Bear for the end and of the world. It's technically called RaptureReady.com, but this is what this is what the Rapture Index is, Bob. If you're not familiar, this is what it is. Okay, mm-hmm. forty five different categories that they keep. They to be thorough. On. They have forty five different categories, <laughs> and on the forty five different categories, they have a number representing how frequent in the year it has been or in the day. Or, you know, and so in our current time, November uh, 11th, 2019, uh, it says on this website uh, that, you know, we're getting points for floods, for famines, for civil rights things, for wild weather, for earthquakes, and for climate weird stuff. Nuclear nations, ecumenism, and uh, I'm sure that's another fancy word that I should know, uh, that I don't know, (laughs) apostasy. Apostasy. Anti-Christianity and leadership is one. (laughs) So, okay, so financial unrest, all these things, debt and trade, false Christs, occult people, and Satanism. All right, so they add up all of the numbers on the 45 categories. I think it's a 1 through 5, and they get the number. Right now, our index, according to the website, is 182.
1: So it's 1 through 5 on 45 categories? I
0: believe so, which would make it uh, roughly um to yes 20 uh
1: 225 oh 180 For, oh no that's four times
0: 45 times 45 225 you're right all right so here's the deal if it is in within certain numbers it is like we got to watch out that's what the website mm-hmm. says so if you're anywhere above 180, you are in big trouble. and we're at, uh, I'm sorry. If you're anywhere over 160, you're in big trouble, and we're at 180. So we really got to be careful. And so here's my point. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to be totally, like, making fun of them or anything. No, no,
3: by, by their own definition, they say above 160, and their statement is, fasten your seatbelts.
0: Fasten your seatbelts. <laughs> so the all-time high was 189. Why couldn't they just say, hold on to your butts? And <laughs> yeah,
1: quote Samuel L. Jackson. Right, that would have been much better. So,
0: <laughs> and they've had all-time lows and all-time highs, of course. Um, yeah. And so here's here's my point with this, is that somebody has been so fascinated with the rapture and when it's going to happen. And this index, of course, the purpose of the index is to say all of the signs that the rapture is going to happen are these signs. And how much they are being signaled in the world mm-hmm. is how close we are to the yeah. rapture. The problem with it, I think, is that from day to day or year to year, it goes down and up. So you're not really like yeah. sure. But they, they seem to feel like it's escalating more and more yeah. as time goes on. So here's here's my point. You have to be very, very obsessed with the yeah. rapture to want to put this kind of thing together. And I think it's pretty funny
1: because um, <laughs> if you read Mark 13, where Jesus is talking about how the temple is going to be, be destroyed in Jerusalem. Yeah. And he's saying, here's all these things. You're going to hear wars. Uh, you're going to hear rumors about war. You're going to see all this bad stuff happening. He says, when you see this, don't worry because the end is not here yet these things must happen and they will continue to happen so it's almost like saying that you can't just look at strife in the world and just be like oh now i can see that the world's gonna end because we're always having bad stuff happen in the world right it's a broken place
3: i would i would be i would be shocked if we could find a single um, let's say year, even. I, I, I was. My initial statement was going to be three years, but I would even go as far as to say a single year throughout history where a war was not taking place. Yeah. My other thing I is... Mean, it, it may not always be in our historically centered West, but there is always... War taking place yeah. somewhere among somebody, so some- that's interesting.
0: And and this may seem ignorant of me to say, but I wonder how high the index was during World War II. I mean, are we really worse off war wise than we were then? When. But I don't know. So yeah. you know,
1: people did think the world was going to end during World War II. I think I remember. Oh, oh yeah.
3: absolutely, they did. They did because they. Didn't, I mean, the atrocities that happened there. Once it finally came to light, this mm-hmm. is this is clearly signs of the end times. I mean, and we, then
1: people freaked out when Israel was formed as a modern nation after that, because that kind of ties back to things that were predicted in the Old Testament as well.
0: And Ken, uh, Ken, where did you say you're living now? What what city is it?
2: I'm in South Shore, Kentucky. Okay, it's over by. It's over where? By Ashland.
0: Oh, by Ashland. Okay, so it's down by the river in a <laughs> yeah. van. <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so Ken. Most my, literally, bridge. It's absolutely
4: true. Yeah. So, Ken, so
0: Ken, have you experienced in your new community of uh, there that? Um, that people are are still kind of fixated with this, or is this not not as much of a thing where you're at?
2: Not, I've not heard anybody talk about it.
0: Oh wow, okay. I see, I it's see, I see a lot on EKU's campus, and I see it a lot on the internet about this on
1: EKU's, on EKU's
0: campus? campus. Do you remember the guys that come and they say it's your fault, and and then oh, and that well, the end is coming? Ra-
2: yeah,
0: I know. That's are you talking about. Doomsday people? Yeah. oh yeah. We're we're about to talk about doomsday people from history, but I was just wondering if if you had experienced that up where you're at. Well, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad. (laughs) We used to have a guy that walked around Richmond with a big sign on his uh, body, and it said, repent for the end is coming. Yeah. And we just walk around Richmond.
1: I remember uh, 2015, a guy walks into Northridge where we're getting ready for worship, and he started warning us about how— the Antichrist was Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. And we were like, you are like a couple decades late, my
0: friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he was the Antichrist, he uh, didn't accomplish a lot. <laughs> he didn't really go God on. God stopped that saying. guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess he got stopped in his tracks. All right. Yeah. So, Zach, let's hear about some of these about guys. About some of these? Yeah. Okay,
1: so there's a verse I want us to keep in mind as we read all of these. Please. First of all, we should keep in mind Matthew twenty four thirty six. Where Jesus says, but about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. So these people are talking about something that apparently not even Jesus knows, only the father. At least Jesus didn't know at that point. Um, Mm -hmm. Yet people are giving these predictions for the end of the world. So this list, I just kind of listed out a few of the interesting ones. So, Bob, if you see any others and you want to bring them up, feel free this the, is from Wikipedia, so take it as you would. The one from Wikipedia.
0: The one guy yeah. I want us to get to, which I bet Ken probably even knows about him, is the uh, one guy. The uh, from uh, what's his name? Harold H- Camping. Okay, yeah, that's at the end. That's but, like the most. Recent.
1: So go ahead. So go let's, ahead. Let's start earlier. <laughs> 70 A.D. Jerusalem is sacked by the Romans, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. people thought that that was the end of the world. Um, Obviously, Jesus had talked about it in Mark 13. Right. Um, So Jesus did predict a number of things that happened. It was a very bad seed from what I remember hearing about. um, Like people like ate each other. It was like it was that bad. Like people were starving in the streets and stuff. They took the temple, which had like cement blocks the size of minivans and leveled it. Oh, my gosh. So like. It was insane. There was this Jewish sect called the Essenes, which were these people who, like, kind of wanted to live separate. If you Mm -hmm. go to Israel, there's this mountain that they lived on. You can still see some of their colony up there. Right. Um, But, yeah, they basically said that this was going to usher in the Messiah coming back, and they had these coins printed that declared Israel is redeemed.
4: Mm-hmm so (laughs) there you go yeah
1: all right so then there are other dates that were kind of proposed by other people uh jumping forward there was 1284 pope innocent the third he died in 1216 but he thought that um the reason why he picked that date was because it's 666 years after the rise of islam which islam started in 618
0: I know. Of, I know of one around this time, and it's from a different pope—the pope that was around um, right at the turn of the first century. Uh, so first millennium. First
1: millennium. Like nine nine nine. Yeah, yeah. I think that was on Wikipedia too. Yeah, there was um, a guy who
0: there were one, whoever the yeah. pope was. At pope 999. Sylvester the That's right, Sylvester, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, nine nine nine. We know that this is and." Uh, a lot of it was like pressure from people who were worried, mm-hmm. and so he just kind of released the thing. but then, um afterward, he had said uh that it was actually not the year one thousand. It was the year 1033, the millennium after the, year of after the death of, of Christ, Christ's yeah. death. But he he people assume he said that because he knew he was dying before then, so he didn't so, have to like answer for it.
3: So apparently, there is some dispute among historians that uh, that uh, that the riots and things that may have occurred around this time as a result of this pope's predictions even took place. But apparently, some say there was riots; others say no, none, none of that actually took place. So, yeah. it, which is quite interesting.
1: Wikipedia. <laughs> is uh unbiased it's just
0: gonna list anything that's mentioned
1: (laughs) yes any and everybody
0: (laughs) i don't know but yeah okay so So who else
1: this next one i'm kind of skeptical about uh but it's martin luther in uh the 1500s i think 1528 Mm -hmm. um he was impressed by the precariousness of the times and he expected the end to come before he had time to finish his translation of the old testament So he was translating the Old Testament into common language, whereas before it had only been in Latin, and most people didn't even understand Latin.
0: Come on, Martin Luther. The word of the Lord has to go all the way around the earth first, okay? (laughs) You haven't even translated it all the way. That's true. So, yeah, I, I don't think
1: he he really thought this from what i I know of luther i Um, think
0: that he's just a theologian who who constantly struggle with with all kinds of stuff he may
1: have said in one like one of his writings yeah like watch hey i'd be surprised watch jesus is probably gonna come back (laughs) watch this watch
0: this here you go guys you ready (laughs) it's 2019 this is colin mcsweeney on a podcast here i go uh yeah, I could see the world ending in 2049, and then. it says
3: the world's going to end by 2049, and
0: then it's mark him down. It's 2100, <laughs> and somebody's like, "That guy thought the world was going to end in 2049. What a moron!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, good. But ahead.
3: apparently,
1: Luther started with the Book of Daniel. It's uh, Very interesting. Okay. Thinking that the, if the statue, if the end times comes we're going to need the book of Daniel to speak to the community of Christians. So and that's
0: another thing, just in case I'm mm-hmm. going to do
1: Daniel first in my translating.
0: That's another thing we can talk about with, uh, with Jason is this implication about Rome falling. Like, uh, cause then the scripture, it says that when Rome falls, that's when things will start like happening. But as we know from history, from all accounts, Rome has fallen, but yeah. a lot of people believe that the spirit of Rome has not fallen.
1: And I'm interested to find where that comes from because i think that's even that is kind of an interpretive it is statement on what scripture says all right
0: so go ahead who else we got
1: cotton mather he's a 1736 english puritan um 1790s the shakers i mentioned that one because they had a colony right down the road from wilmore where i go to school
0: very cool, yeah. and they were they were kind of doomsdayists. They were in a way. they were doomsday people.
1: They thought that it was going to happen soon. And what's funny about them is they uh, they did not they got married. But they did not procreate. Um, wait,
0: wait, they didn't have children.
1: They didn't have children, and they didn't have the same birth control that we have today. So they purposefully did not. Do the things that would lead to children, even though
0: they were married. <laughs> that hold on, hold on, hold on.
4: That was food, that was so Zach. I just,
0: that is a very PC way, way to say that. Grandma, for sure. that was so Draw out your conclusions. Um, um, no, but I'll just say this. I, I mean, did they get married? Right or wrong? Or let me just, just say this: right or wrong, that is hard to yeah. do. <laughs> I'm not trying to be crude or anything, but I'm impressed. I've already said this on the podcast that I'm impressed with anybody with the okay constitution. The
1: Shakers were completely celibate; they did not get married. I don't know why. I remember hearing that they were married, but just maybe spiritual marriages. But they were they were just completely celibate. Gotcha, gotcha. So so, get married. So 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 So. just as
3: clarification, correction. Gotcha.
1: Sorry about that.
0: It's not
3: like Um, the
1: Amish. That yeah, the Amish have children. Yeah, yeah. So. After the 1700s, it gets pretty interesting. Okay. In 1806 in Leeds, England, a hen began laying eggs on which the phrase (laughs) Christ is coming was written. (laughs) It was discovered to be a hoax, though. The owner, Mary Bateman, was writing on the eggs in this ink so that the so that the writing would show up and then reinserting the eggs back into the hens oviduct. So.
0: oviduct Oviduct. oh lord Oviduct. where are we going with this Uh, that's crazy though that's like the french fries (laughs) with the abraham lincoln's head or any of that other stuff mary statue crying and things okay go on
1: christ is coming god can use anything for truth right yeah apparently (laughs) um so then 1914 charles taze russell founded jehovah's witnesses he said um The battle of the great day of God almighty, the date of the close of that battle is definitely marked in scripture as October, 1914. It is already in progress. It's beginning dating from October, 1874. Okay. So that was his prediction, 1914. And this is when people started like really kind of hammering down dates in their predictions instead of just saying like, Oh, it's the more specific.
0: And the other thing too is, um, and I'm, and I'm not, I'm, I don't want to throw out a uh, bad word here, but in a lot of cults, let's say, and I don't want to—I'm not saying Jehovah's Witnesses are cults or anything, but I'm saying in a lot of those, the, uh, the you wonder why the people get behind an idea so fervently. Mm-hmm. And it seems like with uh, people who predict, like, who say, this is when it's going to happen, I have all this foreknowledge and I've read the scripture— People who do that seem to get these like very, very dedicated following of people. They do. And I
1: wonder why that is. I think there's something about being told the answer. Like
2: Mm -hmm. in our
1: culture, there's very few clear answers on things. And I think that when something like that comes along, it's often very attractive for people.
3: Mm -hmm. And and if you can even create any level of justification, any sort of uh, explanation for it beyond a a shoulder shrug then, I mean, then then it's viewed as being, oh, well, well, he kind of knows what he's talking about. You know what's funny, Zach?
0: Tomorrow, it might be a cloudy day out. Sorry, go ahead, Ken.
2: It, it might be coincidental, but 1914 is when World War One began.
0: Yeah. Oh. Interesting. I wonder if it's October. Bob, look that up. When did World War One officially start? If Jehovah's Witnesses are right. I'm sorry, guys, but I might be uh, might be switching religions. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, and they have backed
1: up their date as well. If you look up um, kind of the records of that, they've had different dates for the end of the world throughout the years.
3: July twenty eighth, nineteen fourteen. Oh, it's considered to be the start of World War One. A
1: few months. So close. So close. But yeah, (laughs) World War One had some like. It was the first world war. It was the first world war. Yeah. And like the League of Nations and stuff that came out of World War Mm One. Very weird things, especially if you're like a world government conspiracy kind of person. Yeah. I'll just leave that there. (laughs) (laughs) Let
0: me ask, because we're getting into maybe Ken's ballpark a little bit here. Maybe people that true, he had true. maybe grown up seeing, maybe. Uh, so He didn't grow up during World War One. No,
3: but. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Colin. <laughs> I
0: didn't say that. The next one on the list, maybe. So, do, uh, Ken, do you know who Pat Robinson is? Pat Robertson. Robertson, excuse me?
4: Oh, yeah, I know who Pat Robertson
0: is. Yeah, he's pretty famous. Who's, oh, yeah, he, yeah he's what, still around. Who's Pat Robertson, Ken? I want Ken to give feedback. He's been just listening to us talk. So, go ahead, Ken. I'm
2: trying to remember the name of the network he started.
0: Is it TBN?
2: What? Is it TBN? Or is
1: something it CBN? Like that? Something Broadcasting he, t- t-
2: he was a very popular television evangelist who uh, kind of came in on the heels of Billy Graham and the Crusades and all that kind of stuff. Right. It was when television moved out of just being commercial and began to be seen as a, a way that the gospel could be spread. Yeah. Uh, and so I think the, the intention of it was very good. But Pat Robertson, if you have to be on every day, uh, Pat, it I'm probably speaking out of turn here. But if I had to preach every day and if I had to cover that much time mm-hmm. on television every day, eventually uh, – people are depending on you to interpret the signs of the time, so to speak. Yeah.
0: Sure. You become an, mm-hmm. uh, people look I to you. you
2: could really begin to, people could, you could really begin to uh, let your imagination run wild and, and apply that to all kinds of scriptures. And, and he was, uh, I think to begin with, I think he was a very, uh, yeah. Intentional guy. Um, I, I can't tell you much more than that because I didn't watch Pat Robertson much. I, I became a Christian in uh, 1979, uh, and I went into broadcasting with the intention of uh, that somehow or another, I, I would end up in Christian television. Sure. But I did not want to be Robertson. I, that to me did not look, um, is this is this too harsh to say? Did not look genuine to me. Yeah,
3: I, sure. I, yeah, I, I think there are many people out there who might feel that way. So yeah, yeah. yeah. In 1976,
1: Pat Robertson uh, predicted the end of the world in 1982. So 82 was his date. Ah, uh. back in the 70s. Um, and he's had several others too. If you go down the list, he's mentioned a couple times. So he's another one that's kind of moved his date back several times.
0: Oh, yeah. so we're getting into a fun thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a good, uh, you know, you may, <laughs> people started living longer
1: at some point, And so now people are outliving their end times predictions. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so
0: there's a, there's a, there's a show called parks and recreation and yes. some people like it. Some people don't, uh, but, uh. There's a great episode about the end of the world where these group of dudes think that the world is going to end at 12 o'clock, like the next day. And they make all these hilarious jokes that I love. Like um, the guy's like, oh, do you want to buy this from me? Oh, okay." And he goes like the guys who think the world is going to end in the morning. Go, would you take a check? (laughs) And they like laugh really hard. And of course, the world doesn't end. But I just think that's funny. It's like people that are so sure about it. Yeah. Yep. So. Oh, also, also, we skipped one and I just wanted to. Well, we're not, we didn't skip it, but we're about to skip it. And that is Y2K y 2k oh,
3: well be, 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 before we get there before we get there's there, there's some 90s
1: ones i don't know if i yes. put them on the notes, well, but it,
3: it, i would even go back just before that because this was actually quite famous i even heard my mother referencing this growing up okay um it, not necessarily seriously but 88 reasons why the rapture could be in 1988
1: oh i forgot about that
3: one yeah yes, by <laughs> A- Edgar C. what why isn't that but yes, yeah. yes. And so so she she references quite a bit. And, and so uh, I, I, more more as a more as a joke, um, kind of as a reminder to us growing up that, yeah. you know, you can't predict this stuff. But uh, right. but yeah, yeah, it was it was it apparently was a, a was a huge, huge seller.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did he update it to like 89 reasons why it will be in 1989 the next year or
3: something? Uh, that well that could be that well that could be yeah. as well. Yes.
1: You can find these books still, can't you? Uh, that's a good question. If you can buy that book on Amazon, I'm putting a link in the show notes. (laughs) And I want people to go buy that book. (laughs) That sounds like a
0: funny book. Um, but yeah, so, um, there is some stuff from the nineties, Bob, if you want to mention otherwise, uh, uh, I'll just say that like Y2K, I was alive for, and I saw, well, we're starting to get into
1: now non-Christian end of the world prediction well, right
0: well at the same time that y2k was going on there were yeah. christian implications about it that mm. like uh, that the government structure and uh, and the computers were like they had like that was like the devil the mark of the beast yeah
1: that's one of the things on the rapture index they measure the mark like of the- how many how, yeah there's like a mark of the beast rating yeah. and it's like how, how many different tech companies are working on right. technology that like either tracks
0: you or spies on you and a movie yeah. we watched recently uh kind of talks about the left little bit. behind left behind yeah <laughs> and that is the year 2000 so that came out in the
1: year 2000 although they didn't really put a year to their film no they didn't but it mm-hmm. looks like the year two thousand yeah well, oh,
3: oh, oh, of course <laughs> if, if, you're, if if you're trying to if you're trying to re- reach a modern audience <laughs> you're going to set it in a modern time frame yeah that's right
0: all right, so uh, what about uh, the Mayan calendar, Zach? That one's one of
1: my favorites. That has
0: nothing to do with Christianity. <laughs> it at doesn't. All. But but again, I think that just like what we were talking about with yeah. like nine nine nine. Yeah. Like the Pope is like like people are like, what does it mean, Pope? And the Pope's like, yeah. well, obviously it's the 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 time has come for all of the earth to
1: die. <laughs> in well, in two thousand twelve people thought that the world was going to end because we reached the end of this Mayan calendar. I don't know if you guys remember this or not. Yeah. There's no more dates written. Uh, I watched the history channel, like not nonstop during like that couple month block leading up because there was so many entertaining things. on. Right. But, um, what I thought was so funny was that I had a calendar on my wall And it said that the world was going to end on December 31st, 2012, because the calendar ended. Obviously, because the calendar ends, that means the world is going to end.
0: That's right. (laughs) There's no more
1: days on the calendar, so the world must end. My calendar can't be wrong.
0: See, and, and the obvious thing there was like, okay, they had planned so many years in advance, they were like, Okay, I think we're, we good, for go <laughs> we're, we're, 2, we're good for a little while. We don't need to go much past 2,000 years. <laughs> we're probably good for a little while here. We don't have to plan necessarily.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, but, man, yeah, so aliens were in on the action. Yeah. Ancient aliens. Yeah. Huge at the time. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right. I think some Christians did read. They always ascribe it. They would read Christianity into it and say, well, the Mayans thought this was going to happen. Maybe they think that's going to happen because it is, and, and it's, it's God. up with and, God and not, you know, the gods that they thought, but actually the rapture like we think. And that's kind of a, that's like a uh, eschatology gazpacho. I'll throw in some oh, beliefs yeah. from here and there and just oh, blend yeah. it all together. <laughs> all right. And then we have what? The blood moons. Blood moons. I knew a few people who were kind of into blood moon stuff, but. What are blood moons?
0: I think it's, Anybody can answer. I me.
1: think it's just a lunar eclipse, isn't it? The moon appears red. Uh, because of the orbit of the earth and it appeared, it. yeah so the the moons were appearing orange red um a couple different times like over the nation of israel in like 2014 and 2015 Uh oh and so that was they took that as a sign because there's a scripture that says the the moon will turn to blood yeah gotcha. and so john Hagee is a big israel guy and so he was kind of in on that.
0: Man, we've yeah. we've only like covered like, what, like 1% of all the we've historical We've been skipping people? a whole bunch, yeah. yeah. There's a huge list on Wikipedia. But this guy in yeah. particular I think is very interesting, Harold Camping. He's kind of the new favorite right now. Ken, do you know who Harold Camping is?
2: I've never heard of him until uh, you guys sent me your notes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about him because he's interesting. Yeah. So um he had a prediction in what the 94 then he moved it to 95 then to 95 then to 2011 yeah and now we're past there i don't know
1: i think he finally stopped but he was he had a couple different ones in 2011
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and i think what's interesting about him is he raised a bunch of money didn't he
0: yeah yeah so that's kind of a like, what do you do? with that? And just like on that Parks yeah. and Rec episode, yeah. the next day he goes, oh, Leslie, I am so sorry. Uh, all of the ancient texts told me it would end last night. And he goes, yeah. he goes, but now I know the secret. And it is. Uh, and, he, right, and he looks through his yeah. thing and he goes, the 30th of the end of this month. And she goes, sorry, we have a festival that day. And he goes, oh, wait, I misspoke. It's the 31st. <laughs> yeah (laughs) it's just like whatever just
1: throw a date out i think harold camping really believed his own prediction oh okay because Mm -hmm. he raised all this money but he did it to produce literature like to warn people about the end of the world yeah and he showed up
2: we were very authentic in their belief they're very genuine yeah i don't i don't think con job by most of these people they really
1: we're yeah, sincere right. yeah.
2: um, Christians who believe things, and they're yeah. looking at their Bible and they're watching the world around them. And uh, if we, in a minute we're going to get into why do people want to believe yeah. in this kind of stuff, but yeah, uh, they they all have their their reasons for um, coming up with these dates. Now, whether they were inspired by the Holy Spirit or not, that's holding ballgame, but.
1: Yeah. Um, well, let's go ahead and get into these questions
2: then. I don't think we necessarily have to decide they were con men from the start. Oh, oh and sure, and I, sure. I, I think just.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying that they are. I. I just. I know that in the history of of any religion, there is going to be people that have their own interpretation, which yeah. may lead to. Uh, a group of people kind of like splitting away yeah in in so many ways and there's
1: videos of of harold camping i think he showed up in Times square like ready for the end to happen thinking well you know i'm expecting this so i could be wrong but i think it's gonna happen up to the very last minute he's like well looking at his watch (laughs) yeah you know well yeah Have,
2: have you ever been genuinely wrong about something
0: Absolutely, uh, I just admitted oh. that I'm wrong about most things at <laughs> <in> the <laughs> beginning of the. Clearly it's
2: really, it's really wrong. Yeah, you really were like, "Hey, this is a matter of faith." Oh yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go with it. Right,
0: and 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 I am of the mind now that I already, before I even think of something, know that I'm 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 a human that makes mistakes. Mm. So my whole thing is to say, unless I know these things. Uh, unless I it can say in my heart that I hundred percent believe that this is true, then I usually don't just throw yeah. it out there all the time like for example, I know I hundred percent believe that Jesus Christ was God in the form of a man came to earth and died for our sins. I know that and I believe it a hundred percent but if somebody said what what happens with the rapture I'm not gonna go like well clearly it's this because yeah. I don't because I don't believe a hundred percent. That I know the truth yeah. of that yet. So there you go. That's my whole thing. But these guys might have thought, based on what I'm interpreting in scripture, yeah. I believe a hundred percent just as much as I do about Jesus, that this is when the world's gonna end. So the chicken eggs might have been a hoax. But the chicken I eggs mean, was a hoax, Ken. Chicken Sorry. eggs was a hoax. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them do. <laughs> but yeah. So um OK, yeah, let's get into questions because we're yeah, we're, we're wanting to talk and discuss this whole thing. Yeah. I, I was
1: curious because I was, I was reading about um, I was reading that scripture in Matthew where Jesus says only the father knows. And I, I wonder, what does it mean that only the father knows? Like, did Jesus limit himself um, within the confines of how he was human and he didn't know at that point? Or is it a Trinitarian thing where truly only the Father knows doesn't reveal it to the rest of the Trinity? That's something that I think people have pondered on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's a pretty deep thing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, in Revelation, it kind of sort of echoes from Matthew. And it says, you know, uh, behold, I am coming soon, bringing my Mm -hmm. recompense with me to repay each of what I've done alpha omega beginning and the end um but he he says uh I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book if anyone adds to them uh and then I believe that down near the end I'm not finding it but essentially he kind of echoes what what is said in Matthew 24 36 through 42 which is that it's it's god knows but we we may never know yeah. Yeah. And so if you think that, you know,
1: something that apparently not even the son knows, Uh-oh. like wh- what do you think? <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> um, tr- I, I heard it once that every like kind of Christian based cult is a result of the Trinity, like of your view of the Trinity being wrong in some mm. way. Like if you get like the relationship between the father, son and the Holy Spirit or like what they do, you get that messed up in some way. It can cause you
0: to believe lots of different things. Sure. You know, and I understand that yeah. for sure. So like, so, okay, we've talked about this. I'm just going to open it up for discussion a little bit. Cause I want to hear from everybody. Um, so now that we've, now that we've heard about all these different people that definitely believe that the world was going to end or that the people were going to be raptured or that God was going to lay his wrath across the world. Um, why do we why do we all feel like that is so much a prevalent like discussion topic? Why, why do so many people fixate on that instead of what's currently going on in the world?
3: People love to explore the unknown. I mean, it's the same reason why why people are still obsessed with ancient uh, Egypt and the pyramids and, and, and how they were constructed and because it's it's a, it's a, it's a marvelous feat and yet it doesn 't make a lot of sense and so from, from from a lot of our perspectives like well how uh, how, how could this i mean, ha, uh, and, and so so there 's a lot of people desire to know the unknown it's it's, it's the thing that 's driven so much of of society and history in general why why is science so popular because people want to know the unknowable and um, it, 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 it drives so much of our society
0: yeah. um Bob, do you think building on what you just said, mm-hmm. do you think that people like knowing information that other people don't commonly know
3: oh absolutely i mean mm-hmm. s- some of it's just for the sake of exploring and the discovery some of it's just for the sake of being the one who knows the most in the room
0: see i feel like that's that's a big thing today about this intellectualism and the uh hmm. uh the um well i want to say a P's, pg version of this uh the bible page thickness measuring contest
4: <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a good way to say that is so
3: it's, it's, it's what you're getting at Is the idea that you everyone wants to feel Important
0: right yeah And so Ken why do you think Why do you think it's so much a topic of Discussion why do you think so many people want to know The end and the exact date? Well,
2: first, first off I hadn't thought about What you guys said but if I was going to stick a name On that I'd, I'd just call it Pride
3: oh you definitely know? Yeah there you go yes yeah.
2: But I, if I were to go back and, and just ask what motivates human beings in general, uh, the first thing that I would probably come to is uh, fear. Yeah. People Ooh. are afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've never been in a world where we actually probably could kill each other off completely if sure. we wanted to. And so since since the nuclear age began – uh, you guys would not remember, and I don't remember, but my parents talked all the time. My dad was stationed in uh, Itazuki Air Force Base in 1957 to about 1958. And uh, they were on alert all the time because they were just that close to Russia. They never knew when Russia was going to come. They never mm. knew when the nuclear missiles were going to be, or bombs were going to be dropped at that point. Um, remember back in the, if you remember that Indiana Jones movie where everybody's in the bomb shelters and all that kind of stuff and nuclear test is going off. Is this and,
1: where he hides in a refrigerator and survives a nuclear test? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. That movie but doesn't exist. We're all
2: yeah. yeah. We're all laughing about that, but that would very much feel like the end of the world uh, because it's the end of your world.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So it's
2: a, it, It's the human fear of death in particular. But the other thing that I would probably add to this discussion is, um, and you guys may have noticed this, but if you live long enough, especially when you talk to older people, there is a perceived moral decline Mm. in their lifetime.
4: Sure. Um, Mm -hmm.
2: And it could be anywhere from what's shown on television and in the movies, it could be the moral decline of, of uh, a celebration of violence that uh, they thought they were done with, with World War II and found out they were not. There's a, a sense that the, the world is out of control, that chaos is uh, on a, an mm-hmm. increase. They did see Israel, the nation of Israel, restarted. Uh, they also see uh, the nation of Israel uh, threatened every day. And that's one of the, the things that they read in Scripture. Remember, they're going back to Scripture. and Scripture, mm. if we were just to back up just a little bit, there's a difference between um, the last days and the end of the age.
4: Mm.
2: We have right. been in the last days resurrection of christ this is i should say the end of the age this is the end of this is the last days this is the last age the consummation of that might be where jesus comes back and all that kind of stuff but the real the sense that we have been in the, the, the 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 main problem of the world which was sin has been solved is now leads us to the solution phase of humanity which is the spread of the gospel to get people ready for at least their own end, if they're not going to, you know, everybody's going to die sometime. And so everybody knows that they have an end personally, but when you talk about it on an apocalyptic or cataclysmic Mm -hmm. level, it becomes, your fear gets turned up even higher. What if this thing happens and... Not you know you can usually worry about Uncle Joe dying in a car accident, and Uncle Joe doesn't know Jesus, but what happens if uh the world is about to destroy itself and Jesus comes back to stop that, and somebody's not ready, and the judgment mm. happens and and all that stuff sure you're you got a fear base going on here, I think that's uh, interesting
1: that the f- I don't think
2: it's an unfounded fear to be honest,
1: yeah. I think it's but interesting felt, what you're saying about
2: um
1: right. about the Cold War, you know, like I hadn't thought about this, but like our visions of the end times like really is influenced by that by the nuclear age and the the threat like, we have never known yeah. a time that we couldn't wipe each other all out. you I mean, think about that right, right. ever <laughs> since we were
0: born we every everybody could kill everybody basically since before we were born,
1: yeah, yeah. and so that's that's got to play into end
0: times what is that ken
2: you guys remember 1968 but i was nine years old in 1968 even the people who have studied that time called it uh, a crack in time it was when so much chaos happened um that's when martin luther king jr was shot Mm. when bobby kennedy was shot that's when the watts riots happened um Vietnam vets were coming home, and people were going crazy, and uh, the whole world looked like it was going nuts. the the Ru- The Russians were ramping up all their stuff. It was a crazy time. The Beatles hit there, and they that's when the whole "All You Need Is Love" thing began to happen. People be, they did that out of fear. We're going to kill ourselves. We're going to wipe each other out. Out of that, those of you who go to Asbury in Wilmore know that the, the big revival, uh, 1970, uh, what was the name of that? New, not new song. What was the name of that? Um,
0: Jesus revolution
2: musical. It was like
0: Jesus Christ. Superstar. It was like
2: a, a Christian Woodstock.
1: Oh, you mean you're talking about, um,
3: Icthus.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh Ich-thus.
1: Ich-thus goes all the way back to 1970.
2: 1970 no a, and it, it is a Whoa. direct reaction
1: I had no idea to,
2: uh, to two things, the chaos of 1968 and some people in Wilmore saying, you know if they can have uh, Woodstock, why can't we have a, a Christian music festival and uh, a, a great revival That's broke insane. out, people were coming to the Lord in Groves um, and of course you know, I no idea was you're going to see the <laughs> So, I mean, you know, it's, it's happened in my lifetime for sure. Um,
0: the end of the world panic. Is that what you're, t- you're referring yeah. to? Yeah. yeah, hmm.
2: But you know what we saw? I've had a little time on my hands, so I watched some 1970s shows. <laughs> and what we thought was risque back then is nothing compared to what's on TV <laughs> yeah. now.
0: And it, it,
2: if what, you look at. Sorry, so now let's let's go even further. The people who are looking at marriage being redefined um, had a, a woman marry herself in England, and a guy marry his dog in uh, <laughs> Australia, and
0: and that's a whole uh, other episode. I for looked sure. all these
2: things up the other day. Those are the only two I can remember. But yeah, the whole idea of marriage has been mm-hmm. turned into uh, whatever you want it to be, kind of thing. Uh, for people who are people of faith, uh, you, you have to say that's a secularization of, of a godly thing that has gotten out of control. Sure. Um, then, then now get even worse. Look at the church. What's happening with the church as it begins to embrace a more cultural gospel versus the biblical gospel? The church is dividing. Yeah, it is. The church is mm-hmm. being separated. If there's anything you want to talk about the rapture, it's about a separation of the Christians from the broken world.
0: And these mm-hmm. are all these are and all those, the, is the And these are all uh, very scary signs. And I think uh, in a lot of ways the Bible defines them. Maybe not as detailed or as this. You know, we would we would kind of have to interpret our current culture to kind of like do the checkpoints. But I I made a list of what kind of Matthew 24 talks about as far as like the signs. And it says here, wars and rumors of wars nation rising against nation and kingdom against kingdom famines and earthquakes, false prophets coming in Jesus's name. Many people being deceived by false prophets, false prophets performing signs and wonders Per- persecution of true believers now that's one that a lot of people talk about lately people's love of god decreasing gospel the gospel preached in the whole world the abomination of desolation which i've heard yeah. thrown
2: around quite a bit um the great tribulation but remember remember now, remember now the the in the last age will be characterized by these things mm-hmm. and every generation has right. Ample evidence to say this is happening.
1: So every generation has had these things
2: happening. Right. So so you're saying that it's
0: justifiable that they would
2: but does it mean that we are at the end? And the answer that I can see is I I can't say we are at the end. I can say things are seem to be escalating as we become uh, more of a global community and able to make these things yeah. come true. Well, they will things escalate that to the are end. necessarily,
1: you know. So,
2: is this just a what?
4: Yeah,
2: sin is full grown. You so, know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. yeah, what happens when sin becomes the new law of the land, right? Rather than just something that exists next to it. Well, what would that be any different, more dominant?
1: would that be any different from like ancient Rome when Christianity was an illegal religion? So we've, we've been there before,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so here's, we, we have uh, run out of time, even though this is like a huge thing and we, I I, I could keep talking all night. I wanted to just finish this podcast by asking you all Mm -hmm. not to, I, I, and my point isn't to say that it's wrong to focus on the end times, but what I'm at, but the implication there is that if you're focused on the end times, you may not be focusing on what God is asking you to do in your present world.
3: And you know that's actually something that hits very, very close to home for me and in, in high school, I was I uh, actually spent an entire month um, and where I would uh, before going to bed each night, I would spend about an hour and a half going through the book of Revelation and listening to other people and reading about it. And, and I was one of those that was very much obsessed with, like, uh, the, uh, the Left Behind book series. And, and so sure. I, I was absolutely obsessed with it. Um, but, and I eventually came to realize that it was at the detriment of, my growing, of growing my relationship with Christ. It became, I wouldn't even go as far as to say it became an idol to me. Well, uh, like, that I was focused more on that mm-hmm. than I was on Jesus himself and his mission for us.
0: Right. And, 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 and I'm not saying that people that focus on the end times are not also doing ministry. Oh,
3: sure. Absolutely.
0: But I will say this, I will say this, people who may think that the end is coming in the next week may not have a reason to go out and minister to, and, and mm. I would say even more so that you need to go out and minister, um. I liked uh I can't remember if it was Jake who said this or if it was actually straight out of the Bible, but he said something about <laughs> I don't know if could, he was blessed. Could, could be one or the other.
3: Could, could be Jake, could be Jesus. What I mean sure. is
0: what I mean is where I heard it from. Sorry, I know that came out weird. But um, <laughs> but I remember the phrase being, we should be preparing the world for the kingdom. Not absolutely not yeah. not leaving it in ruin and just saying God'll clean this up. Right. And so for me, my my mentality there is to say things like the ministry Ken Ken has done in the past, like uh, Jericho Road, things like, uh, you know, Ron Keat, Haiti that we have been involved with Uh, all of those things. We could have just said, well, you know, Haiti's got an earthquake coming. We just know that's a sign of the end time. So we
1: better uh, attach Bibles to parachutes and drop them there so that they can turn or burn.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, that, ain't got sarcastic. time for anything else. That's sarcastic. But I mean, I hate to say yeah. it, but there's a lot of people who just think like, oh well, the right. ends come in. Right, right. And so my question to you all as we end this this podcast tonight is where do you think we should be focused on maybe instead of yeah. the end times right now in our current ministry in the world? Can I answer? Yes. I want to take it back to
1: advent, like we talked about last week. There you go. You gotta focus on the person of Christ and our relationship to him. And it's founded on the fact that he comes to establish that relationship with us. And so we don't know. Even Jesus says we won't know when the end is coming. We won't know what it's going to look like. There's a lot of details about it that people debate. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with studying the Bible and trying to see what maybe the best or better answers are. Um, but we're not going to know for sure. Our job is to um, is to live into the anticipation of what Christ wants to do for us and have faith in that and then show that to others. So kind of like we discussed last episode, I think it works out in our service and our love
0: to other people. Absolutely. So. What do you say there, Bobby? What should we be focusing on? Should we be focusing on the end times, you think?
3: Well, I don't. I don't think this. Once again, I I kind of agree with Zach in saying that I don't think there's anything wrong with studying the Bible. I mean, it's. I mean, we got an entire book that is that is believed to be dedicated to it. I mean, uh, the Book of Revelation. That that's what it's all about. And then there's passages sure. all throughout Scripture. I, I, I'm I, not I, against
0: studying yeah. the Bible, listeners. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, no
3: absolutely no, no. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone's hearing that. But, but the yeah. point the point is is that there's a difference between reading and becoming obsessed with. And I think that's and I, I I think I think that's where the where, where we have to be careful and. Drawing the line. Um, I think, I, I honestly believe that, all, that much of the more recent resur- resurgence in the end times. Often comes as a result of rediscovering the book of Revelation that has been so often neglected by the by the church. In I the agree. Past. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree. And, and I'm it's, still it's, learning about sure. what revelation truly means. Like, I mean, I'm, well, I'm well, the, the, the I'm scratching the surface of all of that. We're
3: all sh- still trying to figure out exactly what revelation truly means. But that's the whole point, is that is that we're not sure. So what do we do instead? Um, I mean, we 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 study. And then we then we move forward and we reach out to people the way that that we've been called to do for for century after century after century. Yeah.
0: And and um and I think that our last episode is still true in that um absolutely prepare like prepare your heart for that time. Yeah. But uh you know this obsession and again it kind of is a parallel to our last episode too because we we're saying Advent is a time of preparing. But at the same time, people take it and go like, oh, okay. You're just like waiting for Christmas. And it's like, well, okay, well then you're not getting meaning there's deeper meaning. What do you think, Ken? Uh, what's, what's something else we could be focusing on, uh, instead of obsessing over when the world's going to end.
2: What do you think? (laughs) Well, a couple of thoughts. Uh, the first one would be, um, the book of revelation is actually about worship. Mm. It's not about predictions and it's not about sure. fear and it's not about knowing things. It's a it's about the the assurance that evil will not win in the end. Mm. And it's it's actually about how uh, the problem will be finally and fully be solved and then we will get on with something so much bigger and fuller uh, and what we were meant to experience the all along new earth, that God's plan will yeah. finally come full and we'll begin again, a new heaven and a new earth, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I would, the, the thing that strikes me the most is um, rather than sit around wring our hands about this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. why don't we use this energy to recommit, to our marching orders that we have been given. And that's the great commission Boom. to go out and make disciples uh, throughout the world. Um, I hesitate to say this and you might have to edit it out.
0: <laughs> no, but
2: even part of the church has lost the focus on the great commission. They believe now that the church's mission is to transform the world In other words, a social gospel has taken the place of the discipleship gospel. Um, As if what we're supposed to do, the world is is falling apart, so we're supposed to fix it. That's absolutely uh, incorrect. The best of the folks who are involved with the social gospel movement see it as justice issues about how do we live out kingdom principles in a broken world mm-hmm. that much I can go with
0: me as well yeah, but
2: substitute yeah. social action for uh, making sure that people know what the stakes are, but this is about <laughs> eternity.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: That this is a, a, a own salvation. Um, And what bothers me about some Christians is once they're assured of their own salvation, they actually kind of give up both on social justice, the best part of that, and they give up on the Great Commission. And they just sit back and it's like, (laughs) I've got my heavenly insurance, my ticket's punched, and I'm ready to go. I know what that group is called. They're going to be held accountable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ken, that is... That is super is that astute. Yes, it does. Uh, especially the fact that we too often get wrapped up in things and we forget about what what Jesus called us to do, which is very important. And and I just, I, I hate this idea that we just are like, well, the world's ending soon. I got, like you said, I got my ticket. I'm all set. And it's just
3: like, well, <laughs> that's not really what <laughs> Jesus said. Yeah, we're not called to be pew warmers.
0: Yeah. Definitely not. All right. So we got to end. It's, uh, it's way past time.
2: If it, was, if it was just about. No, go ahead.
0: Okay. That's fine. No, go ahead, Ken. You're good, man. Final
3: thoughts, Ken, go for it.
2: Well, I was going to say, if it was just about getting our, I think our personal rapture would happen the moment we got saved. Wouldn't
4: it?
2: <laughs> ah, um, see that we weren't left here for a purpose. We left for a... Why don't we just get yanked right up right then? That's yeah. very true. That get people's attention, wasn't it? Where's <laughs> that? It would. Today? I'll know. Last time I saw, <laughs> I th- I think okay.
0: a lot. I beam me up, God. I think a lot more people would be <laughs> down with Jesus, down with being a uh, Christian at least, because they'd be like, "Oh, really? Like it works like yeah. that? You just automatically."
1: All right, so we got to end. But uh, yeah. thanks so much for listening, guys. Ken, thanks for being here Appreciate with us that, for buddy. two episodes. Craziness.
0: And as we move towards the end of the year, we just continue to uh, ask that you guys would uh, keep checking us out and uh, just know that um, uh, we appreciate you all. We love you guys. Uh, We pray blessings upon you as you move into a holiday season. Uh, We just uh, ask that if you... um, want to get involved with the discussion that you get on there and throw some comments our way mm-hmm. tell us tell us about uh, your experience with the end of the world and and kind of how you look at that and uh, where you fall on the line of uh, uh, you know where your ministry's at and stuff I'd love to hear from you those comments really help and so
1: do ratings if you do that in your podcast app hit five stars or whatever your podcast app has and uh that helps people see us so if you want more people to find out if about
0: houseplants. And if you think yeah. that we're a three-star podcast, you know, we'll understand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we do know who you are.
0: So. Yeah, we, we, your name is on the ratings. So. No, anyway. Just kidding. All right, guys. Um, love you. Thanks so much. God bless. Bye.